Welcome to the Misfit Messengers podcast, hosted by Jenny Moffitt and Amanda Hoshite. Well, good evening, friend. <laughs> you hanging in today? Oh, yeah. I'm here. I'm ready. Invested. Here. Got it. I'm here. Woo! That's good. That's good. Um, so you guys might be listening, and it might not be evening where you are, but that's fine. It's evening now here while we're recording this wonderful episode. Um, I'm excited. We're getting into some fabulous verses of First John chapter four. Uh, so for those of you who might, this might be your first time hanging out with us. Um, we are, we do, sometimes we do series, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we just shoot the breeze and catch up and then we just let the conversation flow. Uh, we are currently in a, a several episode series on the book, the letter of First John. And now we're in chapter four. Right, so, right. Here we go. You want to read it tonight? Well, we're just going to read, friends, just for tonight, for right now, the first six verses of chapter four of First John. So, All right. So this is from an Ivy. First John four, uh, one through six. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world, this is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that, that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard it's coming, and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are, are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world. And the world listens to them. We are from God and whoever knows God li listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the fruit of truth and the spirit of falsehoods. All right. Here, that's some That's some words right there. Yeah. So it's interesting that even though we've had this whole conversation in the book of First John, First John if you go back, you've got a lot of kind of re repetition on on living for God and living in the spirit, walking in the spirit, not sinning, uh, obeying God. And then you have this uh, this concept of testing the spirits, to, you know, do not believe every spirit. And I I think that's a such a helpful word for today for the modern world right yeah and so and so when i hear the word spirit i'm hearing like almost like testimony or you know like okay. um like i guess not necessarily like angel versus demon spirit or you know what i mean or okay. that kind of thing but more like um the word right scripture the the gospel okay you know, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I was just pulling up the Greek just to see. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's helpful. That's why you're around. <laughs> this is why you keep me here in the podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, so the the spirit is is really just pneuma, and uh, which is this the word for spirit, Holy Spirit, uh, spirit or breath. And so there isn't necessarily that it's that it's testimony, but okay. I, I think I understand your concept when it comes to 
where where is the words that they're coming from where do, where's the origin does that make right. sense is yeah. that what you're talking about yes yeah from what sort of for lack of a better word origin where do they originate where do these words that come out of somebody's mouth whoever that may be right. so we have a plethora one of the things that the internet did is <laughs> gave everyone a a mouthpiece right good you know, bad or it, ill <laughs> what did you say i said good bad or ill correct good bad or, or ugly uh and the fact is that it used to be generally speaking to get a voice at the table, you either had to have a lot of money or be really, really knowledgeable mm -hmm. or have a lot of power of some sort, whether that was political or spiritual power or power due to money, usually, or military mm -hmm. might. Uh, now everybody has a voice, which is, again, as you said, good, bad, or ill, where you've got to, you've definitely got to test the spirits. You've got to test to see the words that come, the sources that you listen to, the voices that you hear, where is their origin? So I actually just had something like that. I don't know if they're, so, um, just, just to today, just today I had this where someone sent me a YouTube link of a man talking about the drying up of the, of the Euphrates River and how it's prophesied and um, how it means it's Armageddon. But then the video starts to go into this other thing about ancients who used to chain up demons in the caverns underneath the Euphrates. And he was actually showing pictures from um, the... There's a certain, like, whole hole that's been bored in switzerland that I, it has a fancy name okay anyway but i recognize it because i watched a documentary on it so i but he's putting that and saying that that's in the euphrates and it's this pit to like the actual pit where the fallen angels are being held and they're like showing me this thing and i'm like well okay so the truth out of it right there is a euphrates river there are dry seasons of the euphrates river there are channels or like man-made in the Euphrates River that was used primarily for um, to get irrigation. the water out of the irrigation. Thank you. Okay. okay. Those are true, right? But, but pulling a little bit of truth and then just throwing just crazy stuff. Yeah. You know, and then... But so that's exactly, kind of exactly he didn't. So testing, not not every prophecy or hidden um, Bible, you know, stuff. Um, when people get into Da Vinci Code stuff or whatever, and if you are into that, don't be. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the Bible was meant to be understandable. There's not a secret hidden code. For for the really cool to find out and then you get to unlock a secret layer of heaven or something um but i had this very conversation today of just how do we know what we're being told is true are we just taking a little bit of truth right because every great lie starts with a nugget of truth right mm -hmm. 
And Usually, many of them do. That was a, a long, but I, mean, I just think it kind of gets to this point, you know, of a little thing in scripture, and they're like, look, see, mm -hmm. the Antichrist is here. And it's like, okay, let's unpack, you know, let's right. go back to the actual source. Let's look at the things. Mm -hmm. But I think in our culture, we just don't have time for that. We don't make time for that. We don't make time for the testing of spirits, I think. Right. Well, uh, so I was reading on Facebook the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends posted a an article, like shared an article. And in the first four or five lines, it was very, this very um, sensational story. Let's put it that way. Sensational. Like, oh my gosh, you all have to know about this thing because it's very important. It's going to ruin your life once you find out and you're not going to do this thing that you've always done because now you know the truth behind the thing. Okay. But if you keep reading which I do because I, I insist if I'm going to read something, I'm going to read it to its conclusion because you'll find that many times that was, that was a bait and switch. You get to the end well, and it says, Oh, by the way, all of this was crap. Like all of this was made up. You just, you know, for, for whoever read, get read down to this part that you're the minority. Most people yeah. shared it after reading the first five lines. And what's true? What's what's problematic about that is it's true. Yeah, because I I have a feeling that the individual who shared it read the first five lines and not the rest, mm. right? Yeah. Not on purpose, right? I don't think there was any maliciousness to it. I just think it was you didn't you didn't check your sources. So way back way back in junior high high early high school, I don't remember. I was at an event and the internet was brand new. It was probably early high school. Internet was brand new. And we were at this at this thing learning how to create a website. Like when the internet is yeah. new. There's You're no talking, Google yet. Just gotta no Google yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we talked to there's this professor at a university. And he said, he said, I want you to read this article that, that I found on the internet. And so it talks about the dangers of dihydrogen oxide and how... Copious amounts of dihydrogen oxide are, are flooding over the earth and they're causing death and devastation. And if you ingest too much dihydrogen oxide, it will kill you. And and the the the, the story goes on. Well, I had had some chemistry, and so I understood what dihydrogen oxide meant. Do you know what dihydrogen oxide is? Yes. Two two hydrogens and an oxygen. Two hydrogens <laughs> and one oxygen. Yes. <laughs> in other words, H two O. In other words, water. Right. And too now, much water can't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a true. It's a true statement, right? You have dihydrogen oxide in copious amounts, and it will flood. Right. Large quantities of water will flood. Floods are devastating. But the point was that they had. They had people irate over this danger of this new thing called dihydrogen oxide. And it wasn't even that it was a falsehood, right? It's mm -hmm. that it wasn't nearly as sensational because people just didn't understand what they were reading. Yeah. And that was way back. I mean, that, that was just a professor telling you, Hey, don't trust everything on the internet. 
when the internet was in infancy and now it's even worse it's exponentially worse right and while this this scripture wasn't written when the internet was I think John would say, yes, please, please apply these principles to when you look at the internet, when you look at, check your sources, when you're reading those Facebook posts, when you're looking at your TikTok videos, when you're looking at YouTube documentary stuff. Everyone has an agenda. Yeah, everybody has an agenda. Check your sources. Be discerning. You can be. The, The spirit of Jesus is in us if we believe, if we have given our lives, surrendered to the Lord, if we said we have faith in Jesus, then we we can discern those things. By the power of the Holy Spirit within us, we can do that. Yeah. But it does take cooperation with the Holy Spirit. It does yeah. take being in the Word. It does take, you know, um, testing the spirits, whether they come from God. And then two, this is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. It's the spirit of the Antichrist, which Antichrist, friends. Which uh, we had went over that. Deal, huh? So we had went over that in the other thing, too. But yeah, there's we not did. Like we did. It's not. One. It means without Jesus, against Jesus. The adversary. to Jesus. What did you say? The adversary, right? The adversary. Yeah, adversarial to Jesus. Uh And it isn't necessarily there's one Antichrist. In fact, John, 1 John says there are many Antichrists, right? People, again, those who are against Jesus, against the Messiah, would be considered Uh Antichrist. And I think Antichrist is, is a little bit, now, I could be, like, totally wrong, so please check my sources. But I think when I think of Antichrist, I think of it's somebody who's not just ignorant, like, who's not ignorant. Does that make yeah. sense? Yep. Like, they know who God is, they know who Christ is, and they are against him. Yeah. That's different, I think, than being um, just ignorant or hedonistic or whatever. Yeah, I, th- I, I, yeah, ignorance isn't necessarily, yeah, the same as just somebody who doesn't know. If I said mm-hmm. that right, I don't know. I had several thoughts happening simultaneously in my brain. It happens. Um, so yes. The Antichrist word is found five times in the in the New Testament, Antichristos, and uh, they're all in John's work, First John and Second yeah. John. And I think uh, many the consensus is the Antichrist he's speaking of here is Nero, right? Not no, not necessarily. Okay. That's scholars think that some some scholars think that, but no, I actually don't think that John meant that. Um, because when he says in chapter two of his letter, he says, in fact, many antichrists says little children in in first John chapter two, verse 18, little children, it is the last time. And as you have heard of the antichrist shall come, even now there are many antichrists, plural, whereby we know that is the last time. Again, these are just, it's, you know, adversary of the Messiah, certainly, but it's also that word anti just means against without 
yeah. instead of opposite to. Uh, so it's just those who are against right. Christ. And that could be, it doesn't have to be this devilish, powerful figure. It can be that. Mm -hmm. But it can also just be your average, everyday people who aren't for Jesus, who do not believe in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, and do I, so knowingly. Say knowingly no, th and, thank you, no, thank you. And, and they're like, actually, come, they're coming against. Like they are persecuting for you know but uh, this is but the i think the main consensus of this is um you know we we're like he's saying you can trust our gospel because we are you know we are from god yeah. um but but there's a lot if you just come i feel like this is one of the verses that could get weaponized by cult leaders <laughs> yes. by people who don't do their research yeah, I can see right. that. Yeah, but but he spends the whole first part of the whole thing explaining why he can make that claim, right? Right, and how you know this is how you know if they have the spirit of Christ, they love right. one another. They don't hate yeah. their brothers or sisters, right? Like test test the spirits by what do you observe about these people? What do you yeah. you know? Are their words lining up with their actions? Right. Are you know? Are they doing the things that Jesus did as he walked on earth? There's there's ways to test without just like, it's not like a litmus test or a, you know, one of those little acid tests that you put in the water and be like, well, if it's blue, it's good. But if it's red, it's bad. No, it doesn't work like that. Right. Um, by your fruit, you know, by their fruit, they would they will know. Um but also the spirit of Jesus in you. So that's the Holy spirit right. in you will testify. will will speak. But if you're not accustomed to hearing the Holy spirit, it's going to be real hard for him to, to get through sometimes. And also. Yeah. Also we just, we just better. So when I first, first, first became a Christian, I may have shared this with you Jenny I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast before but anyway here it is again so when I first became a Christian really the only church I knew was my dad's church and I like wasn't about to go back there um because I don't know I was still a teenager and I just they knew me from that time and I was trying to be like I'm a new person you know right um so I thought I'm gonna find my own church right Okay. So I went to, um, I literally like just Googled churches near me. Right. Um, and so I saw this one and it looked, it had a cool logo and it met in like a middle school gymnasium and I was like, okay, cool. That this seems cool. Cause I'm, you know, whatever, 19 years old. And so I walk in, the atmosphere is very cool. Everyone's young. Um, and but there were like red flags but i was too like and of jesus now and all these people obviously are on the same journey path that i am right mm -hmm. so like in the first um i went to four sundays here okay so the yeah. first one they asked um how do you feel about the word christian and it was pretty much like we don't use that term because it's off-putting to people or whatever and okay. I was like, oh, okay, sure. Why not? I get it. I met Christians that 
weren't really living out the word of Christ. And so, okay, I get it. Then there was, um, they found out that I like that I was artistic and they asked me to make an art piece second week there for during the sermon. Okay. And I was like, oh, they just see all my skills. They must, you know, know I, you know, whatever. Okay. No, decide no. Then they heard I liked children and invited me to a meeting to like join the team third Sunday. No one at this time had asked me my salvation, my, my conversion story. No one had asked me any um, doctrinal, if I believe things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then the fourth and final week during the worship time, the worship pastor singer got said our father or mother in heaven oh. so that immediately like alerts something in my spirit that i'm like man right uh what what so but i'm like super confused right because i'm thinking i'm finding a place here they're affirming my gifts but there's this underlying unease which was really the holy spirit going mayday mayday <laughs> retreat retreat right but i'm you i'm young i don't i don't know enough so i go to the pastor after and i'm like a mess so i'm like all like teary and like conflicted and i like don't know what's happening and so i'm like tell me your doctrine like tell me what you believe about jesus right now and he was like right. oh we believe jesus was a good guy and he had some good teaching unless like many people in the world can teach and i was like i'm out right and i it was like, but, but it was one of those things, like the Holy Spirit was since the moment I got in there, really, but I thought it was just my ignorance. Yeah. But it really was the Holy Spirit saying, no, 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 no. Right. Um, and I should have listened to it. But now I, I trust that a little bit better because even then as a brand new baby Christian, Holy, the Holy Spirit was with me. Mm-hmm. And he was pointing out things that were contrary. Yeah. No, that's that's a great practical, like, this is, this is how that looks in real life. Yeah. I've had that with just certain, certain preachers or certain things that I uh, read or listen to where just that Holy Spirit says, yeah, just be careful of this one. Um. Or, no, stop listening to this. This is going to take you down an unhealthy path. Um, and so today uh, in service, I chatted about the armor of God. And specifically, we're talking today about the belt of truth. Mm -hmm. And the belt of truth is the thing that you wear. Uh, so if you think about ancient warfare, they would have had more longer style robes, right? So the belt was super important to kind of gird up that robe like material and get it around your legs so that you would have freedom of movement so that your pants, if mm -hmm. you will, wouldn't fall down in the middle of a battle. Right. So Praise the Lord. correct. So the belt of truth is the thing that kind of girds your loins as it were, goes around your waist and keeps your fabric of your clothing um, tight so that you can move freely. Okay. Yep. And if you, if you don't have a good belt, then 
it's not going to be very effective in battle for the rest the rest of the armor that you have because you'll constantly be dealing with the robe material around your legs encumbering you from movement and encumbering you so much so that you probably couldn't use the rest of the articles of the armor of God and you'd fall down a lot because you get yeah. tangled up in your clothing, right? Yeah. And so I was talking about how how the belt of truth is really your foundational principles of belief based on scripture, based on who Jesus is. Based, okay, when you say, I believe in Jesus, what does that mean? That's your belt of truth. Right. So here's the problem. If you've assembled your belief structure with bits and pieces from this philosophy and this speaker and this, oh, well, that that guru over there has some really nice things. And I'll just add that to Jesus because it's not really against Jesus. It's just, this is helpful material. And so you start assembling your belt from material that isn't truth. Guess what? It's not going to hold up. It's going to fall apart because you can't, right. you can't weave it together with all these human made philosophies mm -hmm. and add that to Jesus um, it doesn't work like our clothing of a polyester cotton blend. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's not going to, it's not going to stay together. It's not going to be a solid piece of equipment for you to live your life. And if your foundation is, excuse me, if your foundation is poor, or your foundation is faulty, then we're going to use mixed metaphors here. But if your foundation is faulty, if you try and build a house on it, it's going to fall down. Just like right. If you try to wear an armor, your your armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, and the helmet of salvation, and the the feet, the 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 footwear of the gospel of peace, right? All of these different things, but you don't have a proper belt. It's gonna be pointless because your pants are gonna fall down, and you're gonna right. and fall because you don't have the solid foundation of a belt of truth. There's not many truths. That's the other thing that's very difficult in the world we live. We live in a postmodern era. We're actually, I think, getting to right. like a post-postmodern era, but whatever. You have this concept that there are many truths. And if you just believe sincerely enough, or you just, well, I feel, I feel like this thing. Yeah. That somehow that makes it true. It's not actually tr true then. Just because I feel it doesn't make it true. Right. Your sincerity of a thing doesn't mean it's a truth. And that's some of the challenge that we live in, in our, in the era in which we live is that we have this concept that if I feel something sincerely enough, if I believe something sincerely enough, it then there must, therefore must be true. And that is actually just not real. That's not how it works. I can believe as hard as I want that I can fly, but if I jump off a building, I will in fact hit the ground. Just how that's that works. a bummer. I know I really want to fly, <laughs> but I also don't want to break appendages. And so, but I think that goes back to First John four with testing the spirits. And if we, it's going to be really hard to test the spirits if we don't have a foundational truth anchored, foundational in Jesus, who Jesus is. Um, and what do you believe about him? Just like you went to that church pastor and he said, well, we think Jesus is a good guy. O okay, but that's that's not who Jesus says he is. Right. And that's not who scripture bears witness to who he is. And I'm so grateful that I only made it through four Sundays. Right. And this wasn't a 
three years down the road conversation when I finally was like, oh, something is amiss. Right. You know, yep. because they were trying to get me in quick. I don't know. Well, but that's but that's how um, a lot of times we want to, because we always need volunteers. We always need people for the you know, youth ministry. We always need people in, in service in some capacity in churches. And, you know, I, I tend to be cautious and patient when it comes to uh, jumping in with, with new people um, with, with regard to uh, servants, you know, of leadership or volunteering um, in some capacity, especially teaching ministries. Uh, I want to know, I want to know that you have a good grounded foundation in scripture. I want you to, I want to know that you have a good solid relationship with Jesus. I want to know uh, that you're ready to, to make, make this church, your, your church, your home congregation um, before I just say, yeah, please take over this thing for me. Um, well, I was just sharing you. Um, so I'm in, I'm in the middle of a, teaching a doctrine class, which is um, a soldiership class, which is essentially why we believe what we believe. Mm -hmm. And someone said, well, are we getting tested on this? Mm -hmm. I said, no, you're not getting tested on this. But I said, but if you do decide you want to become a member, I am going to ask you about these things. And I will not accept it if it's a regurgitated answer. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, you've got to internalize it. It's got to be yours. Yeah. You gotta, what, what does, who is, who is Jesus to you? Cause just memorizing the doctrine. So in Salvation Army, there's 11 of them and we actually do have to memorize them in training college. Right. Um, but if I just want people just to memorize the doctrine, uh, what does that do? Right. right. That doesn't have anyone to discern any kind of spirit. Right. I mean, it's just, right. It's just words at that point. Mm-hmm. So I and I think a level of skepticism is healthy. Um, so another classes we teach is one called Safe from Harm, which is a class we do for all anyone who's going to work with any vulnerable adults or kids. And it's pretty much a how to spot a predator class and uh, what to do if something has has happened, right? Mm-hmm. But I I always started out with we need this because predators are attracted to places like this. Yeah. And the reason is a lot of times we're suckers. We are, we, right? We want to believe the best. We want to believe the best. Just like day two, they're putting me in the kids nursery at this church. They don't know me from anybody. Yeah. Right. Thank goodness. I didn't have an ill intention, but like, what are you doing? Right. right? Um, They think we're suckers. And sometimes we are, and we need not to be, right? We shouldn't. Right. You know, how do we end up with little old ladies sending all their money to televangelists for little droplets of oil in a thing? You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? Right? You need to test this stuff. Right. Don't, don't let... Don't let this happen to you, right? I don't know. We can post poster for it. <laughs> friends don't let friends <laughs> fall into bad theology. Oh my gosh. Jesus uh, actually talks about this. He says, <laughs> when he sends out the disciples, he says, be as innocent as doves. 
but as wily as serpents. Yeah. Test the stuff. And 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 you're better for it. Yeah. Absolutely. And test yeah. people. And don't trust anyone. Well. I mean, until you can. All right. <laughs> calm yourself down there, Chica. Good heavens, woman. How well do I even know you, Jenny? Just kidding. But I mean, <laughs> I thought pretty well, but maybe... Is it reciprocated, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, really, a he healthy skepticism, yeah, I think is is good. And be a person who's transparent, right? Don't have secrets in yourself. Let be a trustworthy person in yourself, right? And be willing to ask questions. Mm -hmm. And don't make assumptions because they're very, generally not helpful. No, you know what they say about assumptions. Right. No. They make a, assume, I know when you assume not assumptions, but yes. When you assume makes a you know what out of you and me. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that circled around pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I do wanna point out verse four. You dear children are from God and have overcome them. Uh, oh that's, yes. That's speaking of the Antichrist, the the spirit that is against Christ, opposed to Christ. So we have overcome because we have the one who is in us is greater than the one who's in the world, which friends, we, we have to just be reminded of that, that no matter what the world brings against God has overcome the world. Yes. And so we can, we can stand up under the stress of things that happen to us or happen in our lives because we know he who has overcome the world. But more than that, it says, um, verse five, they are from the world. These antichrists, these false uh, spirits are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. But we are from God and whoever listen, knows God listens to us. So speaking of John, but I think, it should not shock us that certain philosophies, certain ways of thinking get propagated in the world and get get people to latch on. Yeah. Right? Because the world protects its own. The world chases after its own. The world believes its own. And so for us to speak now, I will say we have to be careful about wielding the sort of the spirit, which is the word. Yeah. God, which is truth, right? We have to be careful about oath offensive weapons. Mm -hmm. um, I think we'd be better served to be good discerners of of the spirit. I'm hearing an echo. That is that on my end. I think we're I think we're good now. All right. So it's it's one of those things that we need to be discerning of the spirit, but also understand that when Jesus had the opportunity. To like fight his way out. He didn't. Yeah. And God really doesn't need us to defend him. <laughs> right. And so sometimes we do more harm than good when we try to offensively use the word of God to slice people up spiritually. Mm. And I would caution that we not do that that we hold strong to our beliefs, but we mm -hmm. utilize the armor of God in a defensive posture 
against the darts, the arrows of the evil one, but not to fight against flesh and blood, as the scriptures yeah, yeah. tell us. Back to what we've said multiple times on this podcast, remember who the enemy is. Yep. I think that's just really good advice in general. Yeah. You can do that when you're discerning. Um, I don't know if we're ready for final thoughts or not. I think we are. I, I think I am. So if okay. you've got them. So this is just reminding me of the Ninja Turtles. Please continue. Okay. So I have a four-year-old son. So all kind of superhero stuff is prevalent right now. Okay. Um, and we actually just went and saw the new uh, movie, the new Ninja Turtle um, Mutant Mayhem movie. Anyway, that important to this, but <laughs> uh, I was thinking about the weapons that the Ninja Turtles have. Okay, are you familiar with Ninja Turtle? A- absolutely. Lore? All right. So you have Raphael, right? Who has the three prong? Now I don't know their. It's a sigh. It's sigh. Okay. Then you have um, Michelangelo has the nunchucks. You have Donatello with the bow staff. And then you have um, Leonardo with the swords. Leonardo, oh, sorry, all, all, Leonardo is the only one who has an offensive weapon. All of the other three are meant for defense. Yeah. Primarily. So you can throw the side. Yes. You can, but it's primarily used to stop blades. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if this is intentional on the creator of Ninja Turtles or not, but I was just reminded of and and the thing I think about why Leonardo gets the swords, he's the leader, but he's the leader because he's the only one of the turtles who doesn't really want to fight. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Out of all the turtles. Um, he, he's the most rational, level-headed, um, composed, right, turtle. Disciplined. Disciplined, right? And he takes, he takes his training really seriously, mm-hmm. but he's not, you know, Mikey's just immature, right? And he's just running around. Raph is like out for blood. Donatello is really just preoccupied with how things work and making things go boom and you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so they're all in, but he's the only one who's like really focused on the mission. And I think that's why he gets the offensive weapon. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, this just came out when you were t- talking and I was remember thinking about that in the movie Ninja. Cause he, the theology is everywhere, right? Maybe that could be a shirt. I love it. <laughs> and you can get, get it at the Ninja get Turtle. And theology is everywhere. All right. Yeah. Coming Christmas, I don't know. No, maybe not. But, um, but I think about scripture in that way too, right? Yeah. Um, test your spirits. Yeah. Know that scripture is a sword. Yeah. It can cut people. It is to be taken very seriously. Yeah. Um. It's not a toy, right? Right. Um, and so learn how to use it properly, like Leonardo. Right. From the Ninja Turtles. There you go. I like We're it. We're getting it together. I like it. <laughs> Good thoughts. 
I was I was just thinking one of the comments that came up in conversation the congregation today was uh, when you're when you're training for the military you're not given a weapon on day one you're, yeah you learn how to listen you learn how to take orders yeah you learn discipline you and you need to have all of those pieces to the puzzle before they entrust a weapon to you yeah That's and even then Leonardo, you're still getting watched <laughs> well that too but Leonardo had that. Right. And so when we're thinking about testing the spirits, when we're thinking about how do we live out this Christian thing called faith, this following Jesus thing, Mm -hmm. we've got to learn some discipline. We've got to learn how to listen, how to Shema. I think we talked about that. If we didn't, I've talked about it in several Mm -hmm. other of stuff that I've done, but it's the Hebrew word for listen, hear, and obey. Mm -hmm. And all of those pieces, it all comes full circle, friends. Anytime you have anything in scripture, you should be able to see bits and pieces of all sorts of places in the Bible. And that's why it's so vital to read the Bible every day. And we're not going to sing again because we're not in the same room. But <laughs> all right, friends, that was a thank you for the conversation, Amanda. Um, I look forward to our next conversation on uh, some more in First John. But uh, yay. Hoot, hoot. All right, friends. Remember, reach out if you have any questions, comments. Um, you can find us on several uh, apps and all that. But um, if you do want to reach out to us, we also have a Facebook page, which is not terribly well used right now, but we're working on it. Fa- one, day get, one day I'll get more of these podcasts loaded. Also, like, do you think, I mean, if I like made shirts, would you guys want them? Because I'm not going to do all that work for no reason, but I like will. Right. It's something people are interested in. And we could um I don't know, put the funds towards charity somewhere. I don't know. But World Services, World Mission. Yeah. I yep. will do it if people want it, but I'm not gonna do it if people don't want it. All right. So friends, reach out to us if you do are interested <laughs> in t shirts. Uh but yeah, we, we have to have a certain number before we uh pull the trigger on that because well, I'm lazy, so you know. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta push. We gotta push past that. Right. And we can make that happen. All right, friends. <laughs> All right. God blesses us. Why? So we can be a blessing to others. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>